Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. This is the first episode of Off the Set. This is a JC Films podcast. Today, we have Dean Kane. We're just going to be chit-chatting, talking about everything under the sun that has to do with the movies he's been in and just his personal life or, you know, whatever we find is nice to talk about. All right, so, I mean, we'll start out with the, the softballs, right? How did you uh, get involved with JC Films? Mm. Meet Jason. I do this for the money <laughs> because it's a big-time money deal. Huge cash. Yeah, man. Um, Got that Cayman Island account. <laughs> Uh, listen, doing the films with JC films is fantastic because you're telling stories that otherwise wouldn't get told. And, um, I like to work and I like people who have that work attitude and Jason has that. And, um, he cares about the, the stories he's telling and the people he's, who he's, who he's, whose stories he is telling. And, uh, I enjoy it. You know, we do a ton of these things. Filmmaking is a fun, I enjoy filmmaking. Um, parts, the parts that I don't enjoy about filmmaking is on your shoot and your huge budget things is there's so much waiting around. There's so much time wasted. Uh, and that doesn't happen when JC films, man. We go, yeah. and, and don't be standing near the camera because you're going to be on camera in about yep. five minutes, whoever you are. Yeah, that turnaround rate is it's, pretty insane. It's, uh, yeah, it's crazy. But it, but it's also lovely because um, you're you're working and you're going and you're flying and you catch, sometimes you catch some some nice little magic there yeah. and stuff like that. But I like, what I like doing with Jason is telling these small faith-based stories that, uh, that, that would never get made, right. especially with name actors that just would never do it because it's such a small production or something like that. And, uh, you know, sometimes we come up with some, you know, bigger productions and better things. And it's great. I like work. I think work begets work. And I think um, everybody's story is pretty much worth telling. That's true. Everyone's always got a story. And and uh, and I'm not a snob about it in that sense. And most of Hollywood is. It's true. Yeah. Um, so would you say that you have a preference towards the big budgets or the smalls or... Well, listen, I like, I do everything. I mean, I host things. I'm a, 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 I'm a, you know, I'll host Fox and Friends. I'll host the Today Show. I'll be the host for Masters of Illusion. I just hosted the Family Film Awards. The same time I'll, I'll guest on, guest star on someone's show. I I like challenging myself and doing everything. I'm, I'm writing, producing, directing, and acting in my first feature. Uh, That's a lot of fun. I I really enjoy that because I'm telling a story I want to tell the way I want to tell it. So that's great fun. But I, I like to, I like to, Mix it up. Yeah. So, uh, you know. Well, so then let me ask you this. Do you have a, a favorite character role that you've played with JC Films? Ooh, with JC Films. Man. You know, no. <laughs> uh, I don't. I don't have a, a favorite of mine. You know, I get lost in the characters, to be honest. I get lost in the film sometimes. Because, no particular attachment to any of them? No, well, no, because each one's a little portion of who I am or somebody I know. or That's what acting you know, yeah. is. You're... You're, if you, if you're, you know, he makes me principal or a, a pastor a lot. So <laughs> I don't know which one. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but that's the way that works time wise and it's good. Um, but it's, you know, I have f- favorite films that he's done that I think are great, but my characters, no, I mean, I have a lot of fun with him. I'm having more and more fun. And I think he's going to be like, dude, dial it down, will you? Okay. Um, but no, it's, 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 it's fun. And, uh, I don't have a specific favorite, but I'll tell you the favorite one I'm going to do is the next one I do. Hey, that's a good answer. There you go. That's how you always make sure you have business. Take notes. <laughs> See how subtle that was? <laughs> oh, man. So th- 
you started doing acting what in your you were in your late 20s by then yeah yes but no uh no i grew up uh, the son of a director so i grew up like this i grew up with my dad making little tiny films so this to me is like i'm back at my youth um and i, I grew up I, I don't know if you heard the part there you because you were doing both things at once in the in the little class back there is you know, I grew up, and Chris Penn and, and Charlie Sheen were making a Vietnam, and I was the right. Vietnamese guy, the right. gook, they called me. Right. You can't say that these days, but that's the character I was playing, and I'm Japanese, but whatever. But I did that with those guys. Um, my dad was on, I was on set with my dad all the time. He had us going. Chris Penn took my first real line in a movie because I didn't want to say it. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a stupid line. I was right, Dad. It was a stupid line. But Chris did it and did a much better job than I did, too. I was like, oh, that's, he looked like he was real when he said that. Yeah. Oh, that's acting. Uh, yeah, it's uh, nice to see every once in a while. Isn't yeah, it? <laughs> but it was great fun. And uh, so I grew up on set my entire life. And so going to the world of acting and filmmaking, it was a completely natural progression. And I went to Princeton. I played football. I did all these things. And I realized that, um, you know, uh, making movies is a lot more fun for a career and so much more dynamic than being a, an investment banker or the things oh. that all, some of my friends were doing. They were all leaving there and going to Wall Street. I was like, 80 hours a week in a suit. Uh, that's your life. Maybe you make a lot of money, but how hollow is your life? That's what it felt right. like to me. And meanwhile, I'm leaving and going on sets and, you know, my dad was shooting young guns my, between my junior and senior year and all my friends were out there riding horses and playing with, you know, six shooters and trying to spin them around, do tricks. I was like, that's fun. Yeah. Uh, and it seemed like a lot more fun and a better way to make a living than what my friends are doing. Well, now, some of my friends became billionaires, so maybe I screwed that up, but <laughs> but some of them didn't. So, uh, but I wouldn't trade it for anything. Well, and that's the thing is, you know, when you are having fun is when you can actually deliver a decent performance. If you're, if you're miserable on set, you're, people are going to see that. Yeah. And if you want to be, if you're supposed to be miserable, great. Good yeah. job. It's working for you. <laughs> yeah. But I noticed that when we're having fun on set, it's, it's a lot more fun to watch that project too. Yeah. I mean, it generally, that pretty much translates to the screen. Yeah, well, and especially, and that's one of the things that I've enjoyed working with Jason is uh, there's no no bad idea and there's no wrong mouth for an idea to come from. So so when we're having these good times on set and we're all just, you know, um, we're giving each other our time, we're making jokes, people feel more relaxed, they feel more open that they can maybe make a suggestion or or have more of their own um, passion in it and want to make something better. It's true. That can also be a double-edged sword if everyone's coming up with ideas all the time. There's a lot of cooks yes. in the kitchen, so there's part of the set yes. etiquette. You have to learn the set etiquette. Well, i got to say, you're very good on set. Okay. I told your mom this. I told her not to tell you. Did you, did you tell him? Okay. No, she didn't I, tell me anything. I hate to compliment him to his face. So here. Uh, no, no, you're very good on set, and it's important. There's a thing about set etiquette that people don't learn and, and or maybe don't understand, and it's an important thing, and, and, you, and you got it, so it's a good thing. Well, I appreciate that. Don't look me in the eye. Stop it. You're looking me in the eye. Where, I told you not I when look? I'm performing. Where should I look? Where should I look? Look to the ground. <laughs> Hey, it's a joke, but there are folks. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There are folks, and you just don't. You just, uh, okay, don't, Mr. So-and-so, don't look him in the eye. Or yeah. And the actors are notoriously insecure, and that's where that comes from. Yeah, that's true. Well, I mean, a lot of them come through uh, the same old channel of they went through the drama department in high school. They did all this and that with the arts, and that does tend to be, yeah, okay, uh-huh. You did that's, it. <laughs> not really, not really. But uh, you do tend to get a lot of people that are, very caught up in themselves in that kind of <laughs> when you're in going this in the, business. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But so, uh, so it's nice, especially, you know, obviously probably 90 plus 95% of the work that I'm doing with them is you're not around because you've got 
I'm a, I'm a big shot, man. Yeah, man. Only bring me in for the closers. <laughs> yeah, only for the one day when we just threw all everything for you at once. Yep. <laughs> I prefer it that way, though, too. Because, you know, yeah. again, I mean, I love doing I'm this, sure coming do. out here and and spending my time. But this isn't what I would, I mean, I wouldn't do it. Yeah. I don't do it for the money. No, of course. I do it, you know, because. If you didn't want to be great. here, you wouldn't be here. I, exactly. Yeah. And it's a great bunch of people. And Jason's so funny. I enjoy picking on Jason and having fun with him. and. Mm-hmm teasing him and stuff but I, but i also he's he he does nice work and gets nice things done and right. and he's got a nice thing going on and uh I, I like my relationship with him and it's we have a lot of fun yeah no i mean you can just tell from being on set that you two you can jostle and throw any insult back and forth at each other and it's just it's, it's bouncing just go, off it's going yeah. that's how it should be yeah no it's great um let me ask you you had mentioned earlier about you know obviously you are and like you mentioned in the in the the Zoom class earlier that you are established here. You know a lot of uh, people around Hollywood. Is there uh, are there a few people that you would? It just means I'm old. Yeah. Let's just call it like it is. We'll call it established, but it's old. Yeah, that you that that you would want to um, shout out as your some of your favorite people that you've met through this business. Well, again, my favorite actor ever is Denzel, Denzel. Washington, and and to work opposite him was a, a dream and 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 a dream come true. And I learned more on that film than, you know, than on anything I've, I've done. Um, and, uh, you know, I, Denzel's pretty cognizant of everything, so I'm sure he was aware that I was Fanboy learning a lot, fanboying a little bit. <laughs> um, but, you know, it's, it's, it's respect, too. It's, it's really respect. I would want to watch and how he prepared and see how he handled things and, and even how he's handled his mega stardom, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and because and, that's isolating, it's really isolating, you know. When you're a giant movie star, everywhere you go, all, eyes are all over you. There's no time alone, kind of a thing, and it, it's a tough place to yeah. be. And I oh, yeah. and I did watch that too, and um, I just I watched everything he did. So I, I enjoyed that opportunity to work with someone who I respected so much and still respect, yeah, incredibly. And he's still on a journey. You know, we're always all yeah. still on a journey, even though he's reached the pinnacle. Right, he's on a journey and he's reinventing things and doing different things, and I, it's just a joy to watch. Uh, and it inspires me for my own career moving forward. There's all sorts of people that I want to work with, that I hope to work with, that uh, that I believe I will work with. I honestly believe I'm at the in the youth of my career. I honestly do, um, because there's just so much you can do, and it never doesn't stop. Oh yeah. Unlike being a pro football player, just you know, that. you have a very limited time. Yeah. It's like get it in because you you're going to be done frame, soon. I could, yeah. I could, pre- I could play a pro football player right now. I can <laughs> pretend to be a pro football player. <laughs> You know what I mean? But that's the beauty of it. Um, I don't have to hit anybody. My double does it. Right. Yeah. You know, I can just act. And, and that that's the, there's a lot more longevity to acting than there is to you're, being a pro athlete. You'll be getting paid to not get hit. Exactly. And it's I like the, that. You found the best of both worlds. That's 100% it. That's <laughs> that's why actors are actors. Right. Yeah. Um, well, let's, let's move away from all the filming. And, you know, you talk about it all the time. What's your, your just day-to-day life? Is it is it? What pe- someone would assume as, you know, he's got all these things wheeling, dealing going on, or do you have like a, you know, pretty calm, relatively normal kind of day to day? Relatively. Relatively. Yeah. My day isn't very, no, I have a lot of wheeling, dealing going on. I mean, my, my life is very busy. I'm fortunate and blessed to be doing so many different things. Mm-hmm. I, like my mom sometimes, she's like, I'm, th- I'm bored. I was like, what does that even mean? I've, I, I've never been bored. Well, Ever, I, I envy that. I, I just can't. I can't be because I, I, there's so many things I want to do. So I don't. I've never been bored. I really don't know what that what that is. Um, so, 
my life is crazy. I mean, like even you look at today, you know, I mean, yesterday I was doing pre-production stuff, having all kinds of stuff going on, yeah. answering a hundred million questions and calls and calling actors and seeing who might want to be in the thing, rewriting scenes, talking to investors and changing something. It was madness if you were there. Uh, and then I sat down and played World of Warcraft with my son for an hour. And that's my that's my Nirvana place. We we're just chilling, yeah. talking to my boy. And uh, my parents are living in my house right now. Okay. I got four dogs, including my son's dog. My cousins at my I mean, so it's it's madness. I was doing early morning uh, news interviews at the same time, doing six other things, and talking to my. I'm also a police officer, talking to my police chief. Right. And, uh, like literally, it's just not was none. Not well because I I don't. I mean, I have I have to. I like to shut it down. Yeah. But the regular days are going. Like tomorrow, I have no plans. Right. I have a list of stuff because I'm a list maker. This is how okay. I've lived my life. I, I don't have to get the list done today, but it's, the list is going to get done. And sometimes I'm inspired to just start checking them off and just knocking them down. Other times I'm like, that's a long list. I'm not touching that thing today. Go scour and find the, the quickest one, one. Maybe one, yeah. maybe one, maybe not. I'm like, no, 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 no. Mm. I'm just phoning it in today. We're done. <laughs> Cut me. I'm done. Right. Uh, and I think you need to be kind to yourself and do that and find what works for you know each individual. For me, that this works to be kind of crazy and busy. Um, I like it, but I, it, it's a matter of priorities. You know, I was, I have to go out to my son and he's in North Carolina at school and he wanted me to help move out of his dorm and, you know, fly back with him back here. And I'd like to do that. And I normally do it. Like I make that time because I love being with my kids so much, but I probably won't be able to do it this time, right. which bums me out in a little way. It also freeing in a little way. And he probably needs to do it himself. Um, but, but I like, I, you know, that's, that's my downtime is with my, my son or my family. And to me, that's recharges the battery. Yeah. No, you got to give yourself a break every now and then. Otherwise you're just going to fall apart. Truth. Yeah. Truth. Are you saying, are you, are you, is it there veiled anything in there? Are you telling me I'm falling apart? And I need to relax. <laughs> you interpret what you need to interpret. <laughs> Whatever makes you feel good. If that's where you need to go yeah. with it, that's where it yeah, went. Man, yeah. I'm here to support you either way. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Well, so, uh, Keeping on the on the more personal stuff because mm-hmm. I'm sure you know everyone they don't want to know about Dean Kane, mm-hmm. right? I'll tell you this right up front. My dad and he's right. Um, actors probably shouldn't talk about their personal life. Yeah. Honest to goodness, they well, really I'm, shouldn't. Yeah, I'm not. I mean, I'm not. I'm not putting myself in that category. I'm not an actor. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they shouldn't. The more mystery, this is true. The more mystery you have about an actor, the less you know about them personally. Really, the more you might just watch their performance and do their thing. I'm not trying to put myself That's in that true. category. I don't mind talking about myself. That's fair. But, but I think that if I were to, to coach or to to speak to and give advice to a young actor, I would say, say less. Yeah. Again, he, it's what my dad gave me then. Well, especially when you're not established as you are, if you are up and coming. Even if you're established, if, you're if you book. don't hear much about them, yeah. whenever they do something, you really pay attention. Whenever yeah. they're in a film, you really pay attention. And, and, and the truth is, you don't have to know about someone's personal yeah. life to really appreciate them as an actor. And there's a good point to that. I mean, I don't follow it at all because I don't mind talking and I'm maybe a little bit of an extrovert in that sense. And, uh, but I do so many different things. Right. So uh, I'm used to being as an athlete, a role model, even in Charles Barkley's right. You don't have to be a role model because you're an athlete and you don't, and that doesn't necessarily make the right. case. Right. Uh, and that we hold them up to be role models and they're not, a lot of them aren't. Um, but, but some can be, and some people can embrace that role. And I did and I do, and I don't mind that. Yeah. I, I'm certainly not perfect by any well, stretch of imagination, but I like to live the life that I say. Yeah. Well, it's like, you know, and uh, any wise man in, has anything to do with media creation? Will say always leave them wanting more. Of course, because yeah. if, if you if you give them everything, they've got no reason. And to we're done with you. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Next. Yeah. It's true. So I mean, not only is that going to hurt you with 
your career, you're not going to make too much money anymore if ever, no one's interested anymore. But also, it's just personally, you're... You're spent. You're yeah, an open book. Right. You're not interesting anymore. Yeah. <laughs> well, they say, what do they say? Uh, familiarity breeds contempt. Right, right. You Don't know? worry, buddy. You're not there yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but so I was just going to ask, like, stupid superficial questions. Hey, go like, ahead. Uh, it's your time, brother. Yeah. Like, I'm uh, happy to sit here. Like, uh, favorite football, te- favorite sports teams. Well, we're going to start with football. Yeah, of course. Because the world starts and ends with football. We yeah. know that, right? My favorite sport, um, uh, I play for the Buffalo Bills. Right. I have to root for the Buffalo Bills. They're the only that's NFL fair. team that's ever paid me a penny. <laughs> so I like them. And Buffalo's yeah, you got a coming sense back. Of loyalty. I do. I, I'm a very loyal person, I'll tell you that. Um, Dallas Cowboys. Love the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. One of my best friends, Jason Garrett, um, was uh, the head coach for seven, nine years. Now he's the offensive coordinator to the New York Giants, who I hate. So it's yeah. a love hate. Uh, I want the New York Giants to lose every game but score 90 points. It's a rough thing. It's it's rough. Uh, very but, conflicted, but, huh? Uh, very conflicted. And I went to school in Jersey, and everybody was Giants. Right? And my buddy's Rusty. Rusty, and the, his father was the D- team doctor for the Giants. And I, because I love to hate the Giants. Yeah. Because I like to tick them off. Yeah. And, and then have, when the Giants played the Bills in the Super Bowl, they were, we were all together, and they were screaming at me, and, and they won. That's all I have to say to that. Sorry, go yeah. ahead. No, it's, I mean, it's, everyone loves to feed on that kind of competitive Hate, you know, it's it's fun. It's like I was just gonna say. I was really just hoping. All I was hoping was that you weren't gonna say that you were a Packers fan. That's okay, all I, that's all I needed to hear. Why do you say that? And I agree with you. We bond on that one. I met a girl yesterday. Didn't meet her in person, but she's some of a friend of mine, and she's a beautiful woman. And um, I certainly don't want to tick her off. Um, not that there's any romantic thing going on. Yeah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Disclaimer. Is that on camera? Gosh darn it. No, uh, no, she's a friend of mine. Friend. Anyway, she was like, you know, oh, I love Packers. And I was like, ooh, we were doing so well. <laughs> oh, that's in, we, we agreed to, to get past that. Packers. Thank you. There you go. Um, so, uh, <laughs> Boys with toys. Uh, <laughs> it's exactly. Don't ever put these near me. Uh, no, but I love to hate the Packers. I yeah. love to hate oh, the yeah. Packers. As a Cowboys fan, you have to. Yeah. But she loves to hate Bears Dallas. Bears fan over here. What's, yeah. that, what's that? Bears fan over here. Oh, so God. It's natural. I'm, one good year for you. That's it. That's all uh, you got. <laughs> you were happy when you were nine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I was happy for a while, and then I was very, very, very crushed. <laughs> You're going to be sad for a while, too, yeah. bro. I hate to yeah, bring man. it to you. Yeah. You're going to be sad for a little while. With pretty much any Chicago sports. <laughs> <laughs> well, the Cubbies got it. It happened. right? It, yeah, it was, uh, that was in 16. Yeah. It's not a... It's, 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 it's kind of weird. I'm not too sure where they're at this season. Uh-huh. But uh, uh, but I, I, I'm a sports fan through and through. Oh, so yeah. you got some of my favorite sports teams there. Um it starts with football. Well, I will say this: Tom Brady, last year, Tampa Bay, going through, winning it, leaving, coming out of New England. He's the greatest of all time. He proved it there. I love it. I root for the old guy, even though he's much younger than me, and that's right. hard to say. Um, so happy that that yeah. happened. I was a huge fan of Tom's, and I am a huge fan of Tom's. I was a huge fan last year, so I root for Tampa Bay, obviously. And uh, that was a really fun year. Yeah, I yeah. love Mahomes and respect Kansas City. I enjoy watching them, and I have a lot of their players on my fantasy teams. But, <laughs> but I wanted Tampa Bay to do it. Yeah. No, that I was kind of split. I didn't really have a, a dog in the race this year. But uh, shame on you! I was all Tampa Bay. Oh yeah, I bet it too. I was in Vegas filming, so I might have bet so it. You, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I might have won both my bets. Tom Brady MVP, Tampa Bay to win it straight up, and I bet the under mm-hmm. three bets. I won them all. Yeah. Didn't parlay because that's a stupid bet. Well, you got lucky this time. There's no luck involved. Yeah. 
all skill. So let me, I know that you end up having to do a lot of traveling with us. Um, Not just with you guys. Do a lot of traveling but, worldwide. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I do very little traveling for you guys, really, because it's short. Well, I mean, relative to how much we do. Roger that. <laughs> yeah. Yes, sir. Um, what are some of your favorite places that you've had to go uh, had to go to for shooting that you just ended up falling in love with the location? My favorite place number one is home. Yeah, uh, there you go. Um, no, but you so, don't shoot at home. I didn't. Yeah. I do. Shoot, I, you, when you're making enough films, uh, you'll end fair. up filming in your house. Uh, so we were shooting this one movie that I was producing, and uh, we lost a set. I wasn't even there. In, I wasn't even filming that day. I was filming something else for another project. I think we lost the set. We lost it. It got you know something happened. I was like, go to my house and set up that. And they're like, yep, bitch. One thing to lose footage, but the whole set. Yep, we lost that. We lost a location, and so it was only for a couple little things. And then I went over to my house and shot it. And I was like, oh my gosh, yeah. it actually worked. Good job, guys. Got to improvise. Uh, yeah, but uh, you know, <laughs> it's not that so much that I've fallen in love with places that I've been. It's that I've uh, that I've become. You know, I can say. I could walk onto a set in Bulgaria and roll camera and, 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 and shoot, um, do everything in Bulgarian. Right. I mean, it's not a skill I thought I would acquire. Tishinas, <laughs> Nimka, you know, things like that. I didn't think I was going to be saying these things and these things you learn. So I've shot six movies in Bulgaria. Right. You know, in Sofia, Bulgaria. I would have never been to Sofia, Bulgaria. Oh, you wouldn't have. Really. Never. Uh, and well, I thought. it's like this thing you were just, uh. Just a couple months ago, you were up in Moscow. So. Moscow, yeah. right in Red Square. Yeah. And that was trippy. Growing up a kid in the middle of the Cold War, you tell me I was going to be in Red Square and see, you know, St. Basil's Cathedral behind me and right. see the Kremlin. And yeah, that was incredible yeah. to see. Well, and, I know, and I, and I know you especially appreciate it because of your background as a history major. So, you know. You're a history major too. Yeah, don't man. think I don't know that about you. Yeah. It's amazing. <laughs> it was incredible. Lenin's tomb and stuff. You're just like, wow. Oh, yeah. oh, so you had some time to just really go out and. Well, it was a travel show that we were doing, so I got to check uh, it out. <laughs> there you go. Two birds. We were shooting. We had, we had about nine birds on that, on that <laughs> one. But it was great. It was so much fun. And so I, that's part of what we got to do on this one. And I really enjoyed it. It was cool. Yeah. And you don't get that, you know, when you shoot a movie, what's really great when you shoot a movie, you're there for six weeks or something. And you, so you're, half your crew is locals. So as you learn about the people and get make friends with the people, you start to learn more about the culture and you get yeah. to spend time there. That's one of the wonderful blessings of being an actor or a filmmaker who travels. Yeah. Um, because well, especially because, you know, because you're having to act there, it's not, you have an excuse to kind of supplant yourself into the culture and be a part of it. Whereas if you were just, you know, some American guy who went there visiting, it would be, you're a visitor. Yeah. It would be kind of odd for you to be so adoptive unless, unless they were, you know, receptive to that. Of course you spend an 18 hour day on set doing all kinds of stuff with people and you work as a team. Then you guys go have a couple drinks, you know, that later yeah. that night at the end of the day, you, you, you learn about people yeah, and you bond and it's cool. And yeah. I, I enjoy that. And more, more than stories or anything. It, I mean, what little experience I have is I've seen. Cause you're that, 12. Yeah. That's what I look like when I, when I shave that beard <laughs> off um, and about like 40 pounds heavier. <laughs> but uh, is, is that it's not so much about the stories that are being told. It's, you know, it's about the people, you know, you can, you can write a story and put any person onto that story. But, you know, because each person is unique, they have, they bring their own thing to the table. And it's not just that you see that in film, but you do see that in real life when you get to know someone enough. Absolute truth. And I mean, I, to, to establish relationships with people over a long period of time and 
under the working conditions, it's a very cool thing because you learn about their culture. You learn about how they grew up. You start having conversations. And even if you don't speak the same language, which a lot of people barely spoke English. Right. I didn't speak any Bulgarian. You, you figure out how to talk to each other. I've had a home in Spain for 20 years. I enjoyed shooting. I enjoyed filming in Spain, too, by the way. I shot in Barcelona. And one of the things that happens after about an hour and a half after you report to work, you have bocata time. Mm-hmm. Bocata break. You have to stop and eat sandwiches. I mean, that's you have an hour, like a half an hour break to stop, eat your sandwich, hang out. Yeah, yeah, that's there's there's wine on the table at lunch. Nobody's getting drunk, but everyone might have a glass. I'm like, this is sweet. It's the same story in Italy, you know. Oh yeah, around twelve, one o'clock, they go into siesta time. You got three or four hours. You go home. You have lunch. You take a drink. You have a nap. Nap. Go back to work at maybe seven or eight o'clock. You're up until midnight, two a.m. You do it all the next day. Ain't nothing wrong with it. No. Doesn't work in America, but it's fun over there. It's fun to be immersed in the culture and do that. Yeah, oh, yeah. And I liked it. Right. I like doing it, and and there's a lot more to do. Yeah, and and it's not that, you know, it's, I don't mean to glamorize it so much. There are drawbacks because it's obviously you're not used to it. So, you know, you'll you'll walk out uh, to go out walking around maybe one or two o'clock and go try and find something to do. There's nothing Nothing to do. do. Whereas, like, here, there's always something to do. Everything's open. Yeah. So it's, you can't go, I mean, you can't go, don't go to the trailer of the bank at one o'clock in the afternoon in oh, Spain. God. It's not no. going to happen. It's closed. Yeah, of course it's closed. It opens up again at four. Yeah. And they look at you like, what do what you mean? mean? And also don't show up to a club at like nine o'clock at night because <laughs> right. it opens at one. Yeah. Right. I showed up to a club when I first got to Barcelona on my, on my first trip to Spain. My buddy and I were like, we're going to go to the most happening club. We got there at 10. Yeah. They were setting, they were like people cruising around setting up. They're like, yeah hell are you doing here early bird special we had eight o'clock dinner so it's 10 o'clock ready to go they're like you're four hours ahead of opening time i'd like dinner it's a lot of people end up having dinner here at like what five six o'clock at night sure yeah their dinner's like an eight eight o'clock nine o'clock at the earliest oh you can't it doesn't open till nine you can't you can't no so i've i have no joke sat down in in any i have a home in ibiza spain okay known as the nightclub capital of europe it's mad and the summertime it's craziness i have sat down to have dinner in Ibiza at 1 a.m. <laughs> that sounds like it's perfectly suited to my sleep schedule. We went out afterward. I saw the sun come up before I went to bed. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> and not just once. Right. Oh, no, that is not a, that's a regular thing, man. Yep. Yep. You got to learn how to balance that, though, too. Yeah. Everything's a yeah. balancing act. Well, so then what was there a place that you'd been that the custom was just so bizarre to you that you just genuinely had a hard time trying to, operate there are times i've been uncomfortable um and and for different reasons um you know i was i shot a thing in the uae and everything about it was comfortable Mm -hmm. but it reminded me of being iraq in 2005 and i think i went into this weird place i went and visited our troops in 2005 in iraq and in the desert and the heat and then i was in the uae under totally different circumstances and i i I don't know i think i've i flashed back yeah and found myself in the middle of a war again and it was very uncomfortable it was really weird i'd never been in that position um but, the, but the, I would go back to the UAE in a second yeah. and film. Oh, gosh, it was great experience. Um, but something swim about it just golf? clicked. What's that? Did you swim in the Gulf? I did not swim in the Gulf. Not on that trip. No, because I'm weird. Like, I don't want to – it was set up wrong. Mm-hmm. It was set up like come in, relax for a while, and then work. Right. I can't do that. Come in, work, relax. Yeah. That's how I work. So I was like, I, I, I just want to work. All right, let's get the work going. I mean, I think that's so, how most people – I guess. I don't know, but it was set up for me. I blame my buddy. He set it up wrong. Uh, always have fun. Fun always, to have someone to blame. Always, yeah, there's always someone that can take the fall. Yeah, so uh, it turned out to be a great experience, but it would have been a lot better to, to flip it in the reverse. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, man. I've been everywhere. I've been so many places. I, yeah. I, I, you know, I've shot, I shot in Kenya, 
but I was shooting. So sometimes I'll shoot these travel shows or like things, um, charity shows and things like that where I'm doing like in Kenya, I saw, I came into Kibera, the worst, the largest slum in all of Africa was doing real humanitarian stuff with feed the children. And then we went on a safari in the Maasai Mara in the most luxurious camp, you know? And so the juxtaposition, I, I did a little wow. Apple, you know, iBook thing of, of it and the juxtaposition, I got to take my parents on this and everything of, of the, of the abject poverty in Nairobi in the, in the heart of the paid the AIDS pandemic. This is in 2007. Mm-hmm. Um, little, little family. This little girl was, um, the oldest kid was nine. My son was at the time was uh, seven and uh, the youngest kid was four, and the man of the house was nine years old. Dad was oh dad was gone. He just bolted. The mom had full-blown AIDS, so like, neighbors were bringing food. I was bringing, we brought food and clothes to these kids. Right. They'd never been out of Kibera. It's a two-square-mile area. I took them out, and they saw giraffes for the first time. Uh, and to be with these kids and see their life, you know, there but for the grace of God go I, and you go, I'm yeah. very blessed and lucky, and same world, different planets. Yeah, it's incredible. So stuff like that really, bl- I did it in Viet- I mean, Vietnam and Nicaragua. I've done a lot of charity work in places like yeah. that. And, but it's involved in the world of, of, uh, of film because we film right. the things and try to do good things and draw attention to the plight of some of these folks. So to have been to all these countries and seen all this stuff is is amazing. It really changes your perspective. Yeah, and I, I can imagine as you go along with that, um, and especially because it's been spanning your entire career, having seen all these places is going to influence obviously your personality, everything about you, how you um, understand the world. And as we just were saying, your understanding of the world is going to be the major influencer in how you act, what kind of actor you are, what kind of performance that you can put on. A hundred percent. Yeah. Things to draw upon that you can, you can't explain to, right. you know, you have life experiences and you things you've seen and done. And it's a feeling, not a thought. It is. Yeah. And if you can put that out on, on camera, that's amazing. Yeah. If you have that inside, there's you a, can't put yeah. it out on camera. That's, that's, there there's, there's a talent that can, to that. Yeah. And it's not to say that, you know, people who look bad on camera are necessarily boring or can't, don't have any uh, particular experiences. It's just that. Some it doesn't people, translate. So, yeah. Some people just, it, it flows naturally. So in these beautiful places I was staying in Kenya on the Maasai Mara, they will, because you're in a tent, mm-hmm. but it was the nicest tent I've ever seen. Running water, right. a shower, but it was a tent. Like it's a glamping freaking, time of thing. It's very yeah. much glamping, yeah. but you could hear all the hippos down below because um, you're up on this bank down below. They couldn't get to you, but you can hear them. They, they'll, hippos kill more humans than any other animal. Oh, yeah, man. Uh, and they, whew, but you can hear them all night and all in the morning. I woke up in the morning and you, they bring you your coffee. You say what time you want a coffee and they'll bring coffee and like little cookies to you. Um, and I love my coffee in the morning. And oh, so yeah. they bring it to me. And the first morning I came out, you know, coming out of my tent in the Maasai Mara. Um, and these freaking monkeys, I had to brawl with these monkeys to get my cookies. They were so fast on it. As soon as the guy dropped it off, you better get to your freaking cookies or yeah. else the monkeys, you're going to just go at it. They were coming down for it. I was, I was, right. hey, and I was ready to fight. Oh yeah. I had my coffee or anything and we're going to fight. <laughs> we're going to go monkey. We're going to go at it. It's, it's something that you wouldn't think actually happens in real life, but you know, as, ha- as, as they say, life imitates art very much. So yeah. I saw I was in the trees. I'm like monkeys in the trees. Yeah. I'm like, Oh, they're coming to visit. They want my cookies. Yeah. I realized when the guy came after my cookie, I was like, you're not just chill. You want my food. Yeah. No, now we will brawl. Yeah. We shall fight now. Yeah. It's like when you throw the dog scraps from the table, you know, they're going to bug you more because they know that you're going to give it to them. That's it. Yeah. They've been trained. Yes. They've been trained. <laughs> Those monkeys know if dude ain't out there, get his cookies. Yeah, man. Why work for the food when you can just steal it? Steal for free. Monkeys are smart. <laughs> yeah, man. I was going <laughs> to 
I was going to use so that real. metaphor towards so many other things, but I'm going to let it go. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to yeah. let it go. Uh, maybe if we have an X-rated version <laughs> at some point. <laughs> let it go, baby. <laughs> yeah. No, that's so surreal, though. I mean. But that's the thing about film. Uh, it, it can take you all over the world. Hey. Whoa. There you go. <laughs> there you uh, it can take you all over the world, and it does. I've been more places. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I've been more places uh, and visited more places than I ever wanted to. Right. Than I ever expected to. And it's really, it's, it's really cool. Yeah. I got a picture that I hope we can get done. It's a historical thing, which I love. So if I can involve my, my love of history and storytelling um, that takes place in World War II in Shanghai, China, um, if we shoot this thing, I will just oh, wow. be beside myself. Yeah. That would be, that would be very gripping. It's a, it's a that great be, story. It's that would unbelievable. be intense. I'd love to tell it. I'd love to, uh, I wrote it. So I'd love to, be, mm. whatever. I'd just love to see the story told. Well, do you have a, that actually kind of answers the question that was in there earlier, doesn't it? Wh- which one? <laughs> the, the, there was a question on the zoom call about a, a, a historical figure or a, or a particular ah, role. There's no, I wouldn't even act in it. I wrote the yeah. thing. There's no role for me, Yeah. but I want that story told. And since I wrote it, yeah. um, I want that story told. I wrote it based on a book. So, but, it, but I combined it with some of my historical knowledge and was able to, it was very wonderful. The wonderful compliment I got was the book. The author of the book said he wrote a better screenplay than I wrote a book, which was, oh, wow. which was awfully sweet. Wow. At least that's what I was told <laughs> uh, in the translation. It was in Chinese. And I didn't speak Chinese. You'll, so. you'll, you have to believe it. If you want to, I want to believe it. I'm just going to go on with yeah. it. I believe it a hundred percent. We'll find out in time. So do you have a, do you have a favorite era that you like to study? World War II is, yeah. it's just because it was the first time. I mean, it was, yes, World War II was just fascinating to me. I, I just think it's, an unbelievable time when so much was going on and the world in balance. And yeah. it's just the thing. It's just, yeah. World war two tends to be my, my favorite. You could live your whole life reading 50 books a day about it and still not know, not even get a close fraction of it. It's yeah. true. Unbelievable. I don't think we're, I don't think we've ever seen a time like that before. And I don't think we'll probably ever see it again because mm-hmm. you, you don't have that sort of, that birth of, of, of the world yeah. all together at the same time, kind of a thing in the yeah. balance of the way. I don't think that exists again. There were so many pieces that needed to fall exactly just so that for that it, crazy yeah. dynamic to take place and the things that took place. I, I think, I think that's one of the most unique times in history. Yeah. I, I, I love that time. Well, that's the, and that's the thing is like recently I went on uh, my Facebook and like, just completely hid like all of the crap, the nonsense that I had posted over the past 11 years that wasn't relevant. And some of that stuff I was looking at, it's like, I just wanted to go back and slap myself in the face so hard. You heard me say something about that earlier, right? I was saying that about interviews that I, one of the things I would tell myself as yeah. a young actor, interviews, just shut up. Yeah. Because you say things. I said the Justin Bieber stuff, like he, that poor kid, you know, he grew up right. I mean, I, listen, I don't condone anything he said or did as a young kid. And, and he's written songs to the, that effect now, but I mean, it's just unfair because you're just a kid. Yeah. And we, I, th- I don't know any better. We're all, we're all dumb kids at some point in time and it's, yeah. it's okay to be a dumb kid. That's the horrible thing about social media is that kids aren't allowed to be dumb kids and make big mistakes yep. because it sits there forever. I, I, I'm so happy. It is dangerous. I'm so happy it wasn't around when I was around, when I was young. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There, I mean, there are pros and cons. Obviously it's, I can't pick or choose one or the other. I kind of ended up like right smack in the middle, right? Mm-hmm. Because um, when I signed up for Facebook, I was in, I think I just finished eighth grade. So I was like, I, I started puberty a little bit, but I, 
I, I, you're, I wasn't you're, mature. You're saying too much. I wasn't mature. Right? You know? <laughs> you're giving away too much right now. No, I'm no, kidding. No, I'm, I'm kidding. They can all judge away. I don't care. <laughs> that's, that's the best attitude they have right there. <laughs> um, when, they, when, when Facebook started for me, yeah. I was a freshman in college. Oh, wow. There was a little book we got when we came in as freshmen at Princeton called The Freshman Facebook. This is years before oh. Zuckerberg ever went to Harvard, by the way. So is this, this is the version of Facebook that was reserved exclusively for college students. Are you talking about? Exclusively for Princeton students. Oh, right. Exclusively for Princeton freshmen. Right. That's the only place I ever... So when I heard this, there's thing called Facebook. I mean, like, I was like, what, like, like when we showed up at school? Yeah. It had everybody listed, where they're from, every school they were from, what their interests are, whatever, and we use it as a dating app. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know it, apps existed at the time because they didn't, yeah. but I l- use it as a dating book. Right. I literally went through there with my buddies, my newly found buddies in college, and we're like, right. wow, who is she? She's from... I know you're out there, Nancy Easton. Yes, we looked you up, Nancy, Nancy Easton. She's a soccer player, you know, from Florida, Coral Gate. I, you remember this stuff because yeah. it's stuck in there. And Nancy's a sweetheart, and we were friends. And, and But that's I, you, I remember doing that and seeing these people, and they were doing oh, Girls were doing it. Guys were doing it. We're all looking to see who's who. Right. And then you'd meet them on campus because Princeton's a residential campus, so everybody lives on campus. It's a really small school, 4,500 students. You're around them. You see each other. They're having yeah. freshman keggers. You're going to meet people. Yeah. And so it was, uh, it was awesome. But then when this thing Facebook launched, I'm like, you mean like the book we got when we were freshmen at, 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 in college? And I, I've never seen the, the the social network, the movie. I guess I, I have to watch I have it either. because uh, I guess they talk about that. Yeah. Well, it, it was going on long before. If I had only had the foresight of Zuckerberg, I would, I yeah. would have done that. I also <laughs> went to college with Jeff Bezos, too, who was two years oh. ahead of me. I would have gone back in time and befriended him really quickly and be like, <laughs> if you ever need any money for a startup, just let me know. Yeah, right. I'll get some. I'll cull some together. Oh, man, you wouldn't have to. You probably never even would have heard of Jason if you ended up with him. No, that's the beautiful thing. Make me a billionaire, I'd still be here doing the same thing. You'd be doing the same thing, but maybe not with the same people. No, I would. I would come in and yeah. do it in that in that sense. I mean, I, it's 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 fun. I mean, it, it is fun to do. Yeah, and you know, it just depends on how it is. Maybe I wouldn't. Uh, you know, I'd fly in on my jet. Right. I'd be here. I'd say <laughs> I'll give you five hours and I'll bolt. Uh, right. Whatever it is, but. Uh, Instead, I'm here for 14 hours. Still, you know, it's not like it's not that far away, and it's still fun. It's good people. Yeah. And at the end of the day, I don't care if you're a billionaire or a hundred billionaire. You, you, some of the most unhappy people I know are these are billionaires. Yeah. And they're not happy, and their life isn't a wonderful ride. It's so right. Money doesn't make you rich. Yeah. Obviously, and I, you know, go back to it's a wonderful life. You know, to my brother, the richest man I know. It was one of the greatest. You probably do you know that movie? Yes, I do. I don't know. I see. No, I was I was raised right is all. Well done. Yeah. Well done. So yeah, that was one of the things. And it's a great thing. I love the Frank Capra movies from back in the day. I love that Americana and I love that positive the messages they were putting out then. I really I, I love that, which is one of the reasons I love working with Jason and, yeah. and doing these films. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's great. It's a wonderful life is one of my favorite movies of all time. It's just so good. It encompasses so many different things. And it's also tells you a lot about the time when they were filming it, you know, where you can go on a you know, you go into the bar, you have a couple of drinks, you're angry, you might belt somebody or whatever. It's mean, stuff like, <laughs> it's just a different time. Now you can't go into a bar and get angry because someone's going to shoot yeah. somebody. Or, you know, so it's, it's a little bit different of a, yeah. of a deal. Times um, change. And, and that's one of the things that's neat with, um, with filming is that... It reflects it, the times. Yeah, even if it's not being shot contemporary, it's still, there are, there are so many influences of the people that are involved with it that you can tell what it was like at that time, even though it's not, I mean, look at 
for instance, like sci-fi from the fifties, right? Amazing. You, you, they weren't even close to what no. <laughs> what ended up happening. Then you look at like George Orwell, who's real close on right. some things right now. Right, and it's and it's like you know, uh, we're living in what they intended to to display. But when we think when we see those movies, those old sci-fi movies, we don't imagine what they were trying to get us to see, which was the future. We imagine the fifties, you know, exactly, which is brilliant yeah. and it's beautiful. Yeah. That's why I love the fact that you know, like you look at what movies were able to be made during what time I almost wrote my the I wrote my thesis on a history of the motion picture Academy, mm-hmm. what it became, what it started as a union for everybody in film. And then, then specific unions broke out and then it became something that basically just gave out awards and pushed technical things. And the awards became a huge deal. And so it was nice that they had the technical awards and the Academy awards, the Academy awards funds, everything. And they have yeah. a library of film. It's, yeah. it's a great thing, but that's what it evolved into. <clears throat> and it's really fun to, to go back and, and look at that. And see, I thought she was trying to get my attention. Yeah, that's like, what? Yeah. Um, uh, which broke my train of thought. What was I saying? Oh, but you look back and you see what what could be made at those times. I, I almost wrote my thesis on: Do times dictate what you can make, yeah. or does what you make dictate what does what you make dictate how people perceive things? Yeah. And the truth is, it's both. Yeah. So I thought, you know what? That's not a great. That's just not a great. You can't take a position on that one way or the other. It's both. Right. So I was like, that's eh, a, it's kind of a neither here nor there paper, you know, neither here nor there. You can't make a decision. So I said, all right, I won't write that. I said, I'll just write a history of this. And tell yeah. Them. Well, and that's one of the things, like, that's definitely one thing I can relate with um, as a history major myself is trying, when you're given a topic, you have to take your position and be firm on that position. The more you look into it and the more you start writing it, the more you it's, go, oh man, wait, is that the position? Right. Exactly. It's, it's infuriating. <clears throat> Because that, you, you, you've already put so many hours into it, and you're, and then you question it. Wait yeah. a minute, but look at this. So then you start getting in the dilemma of, well, do I actually keep on going into this and try and see if I'm going to change my opinion, or I've already put this much work into it, ethically. This and because shady, you're, and because you're in college, you, you do the ethically yeah. shady thing. Yeah, because <laughs> you've done enough time there, and you yeah. need to go out and, and do some other fun stuff. And because they're charging me enough, <laughs> yeah. or your parents, and yeah. oh, you're, or and you want to go back and get on your freshman Facebook and meet more people. Yeah. <laughs> No, it's college kids. Yeah, that's what they got Tinder for nowadays. Not that I have any success. I don't, see, I don't. I've never been on a dating app. I wouldn't know one from the left. Swipe left or right. I don't understand what that means. You, you, you really don't. Also, I can't really go on a dating app. Can no. I? Well, I don't know. Do they make dating apps for celebrities? I don't know. I think that's just called um, life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think you just kind of know each other at this point. <laughs> hey, you're in the club. Yeah. There is a funny thing about that. Uh-huh. Well, you see people that you know and recognize, and they know and recognize you, and it's just the weirdest thing. You're like, hey, hey, yeah. hey, I love your work. I love your work. Cool. We're best friends. Right. <laughs> <laughs> or, or I love your work. Or who are, wait, oh, you're so-and-so. Yeah. Hey, I really, you know, it's just weird. Sometimes you don't recognize somebody from something. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes you really recognize somebody, you want to meet them. Yeah. And then you meet them, and you're horribly disappointed. Yeah, well, that's, I was just going to ask, is there. You were going to say that's about me. That's jacked up. <laughs> I'm right here. I'm in the room. Oh, wait. This is Dean I've been this talking is to? That, I'm not his brother. I'm not Jason. This is not Jason Campbell. I'm Dean. <laughs> so, has there ever been... Um, have, you, have you ever had like a, a colleague that you were very close with and then not, not, not because of anything um, in their life, but because of work that they've done that you've felt not necessarily distanced from them, but like you felt different because of it, even though you knew that it wasn't 
really them. No, no. Work, do whatever you want work-wise. I don't yeah. care. Even have an opinion you want. Yeah. But just treat others with respect and 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 dignity and be a bit humble. That, that's fine. I mean, guys, like, you know, I love Don Cheadle. Yeah. We disagree politically on everything, but we're respectful yeah. to Under each the other. Under the sun. Yeah. We are respectful to each other. And we're friendly. I, I love Don. I would, like, hang out with Don all day long. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't even th- we'd probably find a lot of common ground in a lot of places because he's a very cerebral guy and he's a yeah. he's a very compassionate person and, and I like to believe I'm the same. We just have different ideas right. about how it should be done and things. So, but I, I I encourage that. I wish we had more of that between people and I think we should have more of that. Yeah, I mean I can definitely relate to that. One of my one of my best friends is like, um, politically speaking, like the opposite end of me. Like we just are not nearly compatible when it comes to that, but. And we've, you know, we've gone at it with each other a few times. You gotta go at it. Sometimes, sure. sometimes he'll say something. It's like, what? what? No. no. <laughs> but, uh, so, basically, we just, there's a mutual silent agreement to just not bring it up. Because yeah. because we've been friends for longer than we've had political disagreements and whatever. And I'm not going to throw away a friendship because he, because this person is just, like, doesn't agree with me on this particular thing. You, know? you could have said because this person is totally uneducated, doesn't understand the real right answer. <laughs> I could say I could say that, but I want to be polite. <laughs> well, then you'd be we'd be taking a side. Yeah. Uh, no, that's exactly it. no. It's it's uh, I, I, and I think we don't have enough of that these days. Uh, yeah, I mean, and that's like you said, it's just it all comes down to respect. I respect someone's point of view to be wrong and have a terrible opinion. <laughs> but I uh, respect your right to be just to have a blithering be, idiot. <laughs> by the way that would probably be the way the conversation went and they would respect yeah. my right to be a d- we'll clink glasses and find a place where we have common ground you know and if i was there as a representative you know you, your job is to do the 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 bidding of your constituents you know what you think is best for them and what they yeah. voted you in for and i think that's important yeah i mean we could go on and on about all of the politics yeah and the, and the flaws in in we don't have enough time you know no no this would have to be a four-hour podcast. This would have to be a four-week for podcast. Yeah, no, we'll, you'll have to change your flight. <laughs> I'll have to fly home myself. Yeah, in a month. <laughs> we just We're, go. Ahead. We'll just order. We got DoorDash. We could just order. That's it. Just, don't have to leave just anymore. Keep on bringing in the wine. Come on. Yeah, I'll be asleep in fifteen minutes. Be, yeah. <laughs> and I got the big couch. You're no, screwed. No, no, no. You got to put the show on still, Mister. Oh, do I do. I? Oh God. <laughs> That's what happens. Yeah. All right. Well. Honestly, on that note, the show has to yeah. go on. I, I, <laughs> yeah, and as as much as I wish we could go on forever, sadly we cannot. And I cannot think of a better way to start this podcast than with you. This has been it's downhill really from here. Yeah, it, it probably. Is. Is. I apologize for it probably being, is. I'm too good a guest. I'm going to be a one hit wonder, and it's all your fault. That's it. That's it. Don't do another one. <laughs> Why ruin perfection? <laughs> Stop while I'm ahead, right? Exactly. Quit yeah. on top. Go out on top right now. <laughs> no, I really appreciate it, though, Dean. You're, My pleasure. It's been a really good time talking. Oh, an absolute pleasure. Thank you. Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now.